Hey guys, and welcome back to another episode of Fit and Focus for Remote Work and Digital Nomads. And for everyone who is their own person and wants to be fit, to stay focused, and do it by science, by research, not trying to willpower your way through it. Guys, my name is Angela Sharina. I'm a certified nutritionist, health, nutrition, performance coach, a brain productivity coach. I help people to use different nutrition, lifestyle, biohacking, uh, behavior, environment, workspace design tools to make it natural for you to feel and do your best, to be your most optimistic, your most positive self you can possibly be. And all of that, guys, believe it or not, it depends on how you organize your environment, your behavior. It's like you design your space yourself and that designs you back. You choose certain actions, you choose how to organize your space, your life, your schedule, and that designs and changes you back. As simple as that. You know, the best, like most successful people in any area, they try to do their best to put themselves in the environment that will promote the behavior, the development, the growth that they want to see, they want to develop. Um, on that point, you know, the, uh, there is a book, Put Your Ass Where Your Heart Wants to Be, by Stephen Pressfield, who is very well known in the circles of um, all kinds of artists, entrepreneurs, um, for his work related to resistance or that force that makes us procrastinate or not deliver or not deliver our best. And he puts it kind of like he gives it personality and also he connects it to the universal forces and energies and how it is in our control to work with or maybe against that resistance and what to do, what kind of mindset to develop, to have, to... Um, it doesn't matter whether we have resistance or not to still do the work, to still do our best. So put your ass where your heart wants to be. Highly recommend. I just finished it yesterday. Very short read. Uh, I recommend it to read it and reread it whenever you feel like you are kind of holding yourself back. And you know, guys, this Saturday, I turned 35 and I definitely felt a lot of negative emotions coming up related to me not feeling like I'm not doing my best. I've been holding myself back. Yeah, I've done quite a few things, maybe more than a lot of people in my position, you know, coming from from Siberia, Russia, from my background. Um, yeah, I might have um, quite an interesting life compared to an average person from where I am. Um, but I still feel like I haven't even touched what I can deliver, what I can give to the world, the skills, the talents I can um, develop and how I can help the world um, with those talents, with those skills that I feel that I feel passionate about, right? And so on my 35th birthday, I decided this year I'm going to change things and I'm not going to let anything to hold me back and especially myself. And ourselves is the biggest force that's stopping us, right? It's not really the world. It's not really the circumstances or other people or economy. It's us. 
and what we choose to do, how we choose to work with unfavorable circumstances or things that don't go our way or people that we are in conflict with. You know, it always makes me think that in life, one of the major skills we all need to figure out, to practice, to master to some degree the the skill of working with what is however uncomfortable and however we don't like it not always running away from it but actually look into the situation hold your ground and deal with what is with what you have without getting all emotional getting you know upset or angry at other people but no like this is the situation there is nobody who's right or wrong. Well, maybe there is, but it's not our concern. Our concern is what is the best that I can do in this situation to turn it to the best possible scenario, hopefully for win-win, right? It's not in those peaceful moments that we are all looking for or hoping for, that we develop ourselves, that we show who we truly are. It's in those challenging moments. That's where we get a chance to develop, to make a better choice, to show who we truly are committed to be. Not just in words, but in actions. It's in challenges that we are faced with, that's when we are tested and that's when we grow. And so I turned 35 and I decided I'm not going to let my own fear, insecurities, um, anything in myself to hold myself back. And how am I going to make sure that I'm not doing that as I've been doing it for a few years, it feels like, for probably, I don't know, a decade more. I decided that whatever it is I want to do, I feel the urge, I don't know, passion, the drive to pursue, I'm going to pursue it. It doesn't matter what circumstances are or how much fear I feel, I'm still going to do it, however imperfectly. And so, you know, there is no day like today. And so the first day, well, actually, that was the second day of my new year of my life, I decided to do one thing that I was scared of, and that was actually a simple thing, parasailing. I love heights, but I'm also kind of a f- like really afraid of heights. So parasailing, for those of you who don't know, it's um, when they connect a sail or more like look, looking like a parachute kind of thing, and they uh, strap you to it, and then the boat starts moving, and then they let you fly with that thing behind. It's actually very safe, but... Uh, until we feel it or experience it, it feels very scary, at least for me. I, I felt that, you know, adrenaline coming up and I'm like, what am I doing? I'm going to die. Like those are the thoughts that I started to have. Um, and I was having them until the moment that I flew. And then it felt, yeah, it's actually quite safe. I don't know what I, the heck I was afraid of. And the experience was amazing. I've never seen the city that I'm living in right now, Playa del Carmen, from all the above. And it's such a beauty, Caribbean Sea um, or whatever ocean. I'm not that good with geography, but, you know, it's like such a blue color, beautiful and then the whole city, green and white building. So um, once I was up there, I'm like, can I live here? It's so gorgeous, beautiful and amazing. Um, made me think that life never, never, our brain never really are 
prepares us for these experiences. We fear them and the brain gives us the worst case scenario, like my parachute would just fly away <laughs> with me, right? And the brain starts to create all kinds of pictures. Uh, but usually what happens is you realize how actually awesome, amazing, beautiful, breathtaking, exciting, just exhilarating the experience actually is once you let the fear they go. And what I actually also did, um, I needed to calm myself down before the experience to enjoy it. So I did belly breathing or exhale focused breathing. So basically you breathe out twice as long or longer, really slowing down, you breathing out. And you do it a few times, usually three, four times is more than plenty. And you don't feel stressed or really fearful any longer. You feel calm even though a moment ago you felt all afraid and scared and fearful and like you were about to die. That's what I experienced, right? So that was the first thing I did. I'm like, yay, I did it. The second thing I wanted to do and I was afraid, kind of afraid of, um, cold plunge or ice bath. I, I see all these people like Wim Hof, Jesse Itzler and his followers. If you don't know Jesse Itzler, um, then look him up. One kind of entrepreneur, biggest calendar. He creates these events for leaders, for all kinds of entrepreneurs to break through barriers in our mind through doing physical challenges. So anything from ice baths to like running hills to he runs, you know, 100 miles, um, marathons kind of things. Anyhow, um, so I was watching all these people doing that and I always wanted to do it. And I always felt like I could do it because I'm taking cold shower. Like in Mexico, it's not that cold, but I used to do it also in, in Russia, in, in London and in all kinds of cold places, right? So cold shower was a familiar concept to me. Um, and I felt like cold baths should be easy too, but I was still afraid. It's like super cold. It was... I, I, I did it to, to give you a little bit of a preview. The, the water is like one degree. Sometimes, sometimes often people would do a higher temperature, but yesterday we had one degree. And you touch the water and you're like, this is ice. And I'm supposed to get in there and stay there. Not just, you know, get in, get out. No, but stay there. And your mind, of course, starts to freak out. Um, and we did breath work. So yesterday I went into a facility where they provided the experience. There was a group of us and we did breath work right before to learn how to control your breathing, to connect to your breathing. Not everyone like myself does all kinds of breathing practices. And so we did that. And, um, the guide, so to speak, he explained us what to expect and how to work through uh, physical challenges. And so that was, you know, ice bath was a thing that I wanted to do, but I was afraid, was scared. I'm like, I'm doing that, you know, no day like today. And um, it's new year of my life and I want it to be different. So I'm going to go and do it. And I made a decision and I went and I went into the bus. Uh, there was only one bus and kind of like fridge more than a bus with a lot, a lot of ice uh, and a thermometer and also yellow ducks, but that's just, I don't know, for fun or something. <laughs> Anyhow, <clears throat> so there was a guy in, uh, before me, uh, kind of like a little bit maybe younger than me. He did that. And then after him, I went in and it, the experience, I like 
you know, I didn't expect that experience. My feet started to burn because we have these um, different areas on our body. Well, actually three, they call them in your sense, glabrous skin. And that is basically the skin that is hairless um, in a lot of mammals. And it transfers heat and cold the fastest. Like if you want to cool yourself down or warm yourself up, you want to expose to heat or uh, cold your feet like the bottom of your feet, uh, your hands, the actual palm, uh, where you have like no hair or anything, and your face. Like if you expose those areas to water, you're gonna feel the cold or the heat the fastest. They even use it actually in medical facilities. Like for example, if somebody gets hyperthermic, meaning um, get too much cold and they are cold to the point of... um, danger to their health. So to warm them up faster, they actually warm up their palms and their feet and their face first. That's how you change the actual core temperature faster. So, but that's just a little bit of science for you to maybe use for some of the experiences in hot weather or in cold weather, maybe you do sports and you want to allow your body to cool down faster. So yeah, my feet started to burn uh, while going in and I sat down and I didn't want to put my hands just yet because it felt like too much. My feet were already burning and I felt that my hands for this time would just overwhelm it, overwhelm me. And I just started to breathe and it was uncomfortable. You're sitting in this basically ice that is one degree and you just breathe through it. And In coaching, we have this practice, sitting with the discomfort. So this practice, guys, it is so powerful for that. Like you sit there, your feet are basically in pain. It's burning sensation. It's very real. You feel all the stress hormones coming up and you're just sitting there and you're working with it and you're breathing. And it's one kind of powerful practices. It's also a life skill. That's why, you know, Navy SEALs go through cold water training through throughout the whole training because it's one of the most powerful kind of training to check your um, the strengths of your mental capacity to endure stress and still perform under the pressure. So I was sitting there for three and a half minutes, um, listening to some music. Actually, they put some music, but it's still, you know, breathing. And I realized, yeah, I can deal with that. I'm still thinking. I'm thinking about my feet, how to send warmth to them, how to not, um, you know, make them not numb and lose my toes or something. So I was feeling through it. I was trying to control my body temperature, etc. And by the end of three and a half minutes, I, I felt like I could actually stay longer. Like I only started to get full control of my body's temperature, but there were other people. I'm like, maybe for the first time, um, it's enough. Next time, I plan to do it every week whenever available. I'm going to try to uh, put my hands in. And also, well, here I was sitting t- uh, in water till my chest. Um, and my hands were out of the bath on the edge of the bath. And so I sat there for three and a half minutes. Next time I want to do seven, eight minutes with my hands in. So we'll see how that goes, guys. But back to the point. Why I did that? I was afraid of that. 
It was uncomfortable. I wanted to improve my skill of sitting with the discomfort. And guys, don't underestimate this skill. Sitting with the discomfort is where all of our development lies, is where all our growth in business and personal development, it's all in the discomfort. If you can't tolerate discomfort and still stay cool under the pressure and before and not get emotional and not starting snapping at people. If you can do that, you are limitless in what you can achieve. Most people, what happens? You get into an uncomfortable situation. You're like, I don't like it. I'm getting out of it. And you start pulling yourself out one way or the other. You start working on a project. Maybe you decide to write a book. And then it got uncomfortable. And you don't know how to continue. There is a chapter that is just challenging. And you're like, I'm not good at it. I shouldn't be doing that. I'll do something else, right? That's how you pull yourself out. Business. You do. You develop this amazing idea and you started to work on it. And the market doesn't exactly tell you yes right away. Or you don't get some amazing investors like, yes, this is the idea. We're going to give you the money. We're going to take care of it. No, that's not actually how life happens. You have to jump through quite a few hoops before you get it right. And entrepreneurs who succeed, they know this. This is how life works. It's uncomfortable. You're going to go through a lot of shit. And if you quit, you never get it. And if that's the pattern, that was my pattern. I used to go away. I used to jump out of it, of it whenever it got uncomfortable. So if I wanted this year to be different, I'm like, I'm going to be sitting in that discomfort. I'm going to be looking in the face of that fear. I'm going to be feeling it. And I'm still going to be doing it, not losing my cool, but just... breathing through it and doing it anyway. However, imperfect, I'm going to stay with the experience. I'm going to stay in that uncomfortable situation. I'm going to do my best. I'm going to develop my skills. I'm going to develop the goal that I'm working on. And I'm going to get to the other side. And I might change my mind after I get to that other side. But not until I get there, not until I go through all the discomfort, not until I go through all the pain, and still going, not until then, and then I'm going to make a decision whether I want to stay in it or get out of it. Like yesterday, I felt like, you know, I could stay longer, but I worked through the most discomfort for now. So next time we'll try bigger. But now I went through it. I didn't jump out as soon as I get in and my feet started to hurt. And that's the kind of thing I wanted to to work on and to develop, right? And even being here, being kind of stuck in Mexico for this year, probably another month before I get all my papers sorted out because of war and because of pandemic, everything just got very complicated for me. I, you know, at first I was trying to fight the situation. I'm like, I'm going to get out of of, of it as soon as possible. And then I'm like, well, maybe not. Maybe you got to sit in this discomfort and maybe, maybe you got to work on what you have and develop your business in whatever capacity you can and give it your best and actually enjoy it here because it's also pretty damn beautiful. It's Caribbean after all, right? And now when people ask me, don't you miss the civilization? Yeah, I do. But you know, I also learned how 
enjoy it, how to grow here. And if needed, I can stay another year and I'm going to develop everything myself, including my business, including here. It's not the situation. It's what we do with it and what we do in with us, with ourselves in any situation. So sitting with the discomfort, guys, this is the skill if you want to grow. If you always come to a difficult situation in your relationships, in your business, um, in your healthy habits, like it gets uncomfortable and you pull yourself out of it, that's quitting. And you think, well, I'm not good at it. I'm not meant to be. No, everything that you are developing, it's going to take effort. It's going to get uncomfortable and sitting with that discomfort and still moving forward, that's the skill that we all need to develop. So that's the kind of summary of my birthday experiences that are still going. I have a couple of other things that I'm going to update you on to do before I'm finished with my birthday challenges. So I'm ready for this new year. And then again, this skill is our mind translates the skill to everything. So if you are able to tolerate one of the biggest discomforts, that is physical pain, and you can sit with it and you can still make good decisions, you can do that in business, in relationships or or anywhere just as well. And that's why I also wanted to do that practice. And that's why I highly recommend you to do such things. But I also want to give you a caution. I went to the facility. I didn't just jump into some icy lake without anyone, you know, being around me, being able to help if something happens. No, don't be crazy. Have your support team, have a good environment in case something does happen. Don't be reckless. You still have one life to live, but do things that scare you, right? Um, and that's it for today. Sitting with the, the discomfort in whichever way, practice it. That's the foundational skill that you cannot skip if you are interested in true growth development and um, just, yeah, growth in your business relationships and your personal development. That's the skill, sitting with a discomfort. And I'm going to leave you here with that. If you want to watch my ice bath experience and how I was going through all this discomfort, breathing, check out my Instagram at 1000yearyoung or just search for Angela Sharina. You're going to see a reel of me real time doing that. So check out my Instagram, uh, reach out for brain coaching if you want me to help you to train your brain, your body, to help you to get focused, motivated, confident, feed on demand, to stop procrastinating or having your attention all over the place. I combine all the science, different science. I translate neuroscience of high performance into behavior, nutritional, nutritional environment protocols. So you get it consistently the change of state on demand into confidence, motivation, focus, right? So get in touch in any way that you see is convenient for you. Check out my Instagram. It was one fun experience to watch. (laughs) I even swear there. So check it out. Stay tuned for the next episode and go do things that scare you. That's where you get to practice sitting with the discomfort, the key to growth in any area. Talk to you soon, guys. Until next time, eat better daily.